Today's Building the Brotherhood devotion is about family. I wanted to start with pictures of my family. The one on the left is from 2016, and the one on the right is from this past summer in 2019. Until putting this together, I hadn't noticed how similar our poses were in these two of my favorite family photos. In many ways, these photos represent the bookends of a journey that we went on as a family to find the meaning and feeling of family. I hope this devotion helps guide our base, Valor Baseball Brotherhood into that level of intimacy with one another. As a reminder, purpose of these devotions is to grow spiritually, individually, and collectively and to dive deep with one another. The process, share some thoughts, ask some questions, grow in our understanding of a biblical idea. And the payoff is that we grow as people and as a brotherhood. And once again, we're using the starting nine framework where our relationship with ourself is our battery. It is the pitcher and catcher. It is freedom and perseverance. When we deal with one another in one-on-one relationships, it's all about love, discipline, grace, and forgiveness. And then in the outfield, we deal with the UFO principle of unity, family, and others. And today's the center fielder. Let's dig in on this idea of family. And let's start in the same place as our other devotions, Does God Care About Family? And there's only one answer, and it's absolutely. The scriptures are filled with stories about families, lineage, and even the way Jesus and his relationship to God are described is as a father and as a son. Family is important to God. And going all the way back to Genesis 4, we see the story of the first family. Adam and Eve have two sons, Cain and Abel. We learn a lot about how to build the brotherhood up instead of tearing it down through this story, and here it is from Genesis 4. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord I have brought forth a man. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord, and Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, from the first from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. So Cain's the older brother, but the younger brother brings a sacrifice that receives God's favor. When Cain compares his blessing, his blessings against his brothers, he gets angry. God lovingly attempts to correct Cain and encourage him by saying, Why are you angry? Why are you downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? Check that out. If you do what is right, you'll also be accepted over time. Even though God didn't bestow his favor on Cain's offer initially, he gives him an opportunity to choose an acceptance that will come later, a delayed blessing. And put this in a baseball context, in our baseball context. Some of our players, some of, some of you are going to make it on a team next month. Some of you are going to be cut. Some of you are going to make a team below your goals. And I've seen players in previous years get really bent out of shape as they compared what they got with other players and coveted a different result. And I'm not sure anyone has ever wanted to do harm on a teammate as Kane did Abel, but I'm sure that in the dark moments, players may have wished injury on a teammate so that they could play. And I'm certainly not condemning them or their reaction as it's part of the human condition. I'm even willing to admit to you that I've had those thoughts about teammates in high school and in college ball. But 
we have an opportunity to live differently, having heard the story of Cain and Abel. And I'm also sure that many of you will start to compare our team this year to teams from the past and covet an outcome like the photos here. But what if the goal of having the deepest, widest brotherhood we've ever experienced here became the goal? What if our teams this spring were willing to support their teammates in ways we've never before seen, and also players at the JV and C team levels as well? That's way different than the Cain and Abel story, isn't it? Maybe even the opposite of one another. The only way to accomplish that is to compete with your teammates here at Valor and not against them. In last week's survey, some of, our, some of you expressed a great desire to compete with your teammates here, while others of you are working towards understanding how to move away from competing against them. Let's continue to change the goal inside the program so we can avoid the compare and covet that can bring us down and soil our hearts. When we do this, we'll be able to compete with our opponents, compete with our opponents as well, raising their level of play also. So what's this look like? Do you know that the root word for competition, do you know what it is? It's competir, it's this word from the Latin. It means to strive together. I'm convinced that some of the stress and anxiety that the generation right now feels is rooted in the fact that they're encouraged to compete as individuals, encouraged to climb over others to get what they want. The vision of their dreams exists in a bubble or in a vacuum and not in a community of people. That's the vision of competition right now, and it's similar to the heart of Cain. But think of it like this. When do you run faster? Do you run faster by yourself or with someone else? Every athlete knows that having someone running with you, pushing you, is, it allows you to run faster. Gives you that feeling of competition, striving with. This is the essence of competing with. You're trying to raise one another's performance. Imagine encouraging your Valor teammates to get to a level you couldn't get to on your own. Competition can be viewed as healthy or as a rivalry. Cain and Abel represented the first sibling rivalry and it ended poorly. What if we all found a way to strive with one another and competed with one another in a healthy manner? What if our model for competition looked more like this? What if we all looked to help our teammates achieve better levels of themselves instead of only trying to achieve personal goals? Could we create such a level of love and trust for one another that we could surrender the personal goals and accolades for the good of the team? And here's what I believe, and I, it could be crazy. If we did that, I believe that we'd all achieve our personal goals and even more. We'd experience community, unity, and a level of family people long for in every corner of this world. So here's our iPhone moment today. I want you to open up a notes page. I want you to pray to Jesus and write down the names of three teammates he gives to you through the Holy Spirit. Don't overthink it. Just listen and jot down the first three who come to mind. I want you to connect with those teammates and ask them about their goals, goals for this spring and in the future. We've done a lot of connecting during our hitting times, and I'm guessing you know about some of these hopes already. But ask God who he wants you to invest in this year. You're going to ask your teammates about their goals. Share, the, your, share your goals with them. And you're going to seek to help your teammate achieve their goal and trust that they're going to help you achieve yours. Can you imagine what God will do with a community of young men who surrender their own goals to support their teammates first? I can imagine it, and I can't wait to see it in action. 
And I just want to pray to finish. Lord God, thank you so much for the opportunity to live in family with one another, both the family that you grant us through through birth and genetics and all those things, but also then the family and community of believers that we have, the opportunity to build through brotherhoods, through, com- through baseball, through community, through jobs, and through our lives. Lord, just thank you so much for that opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen.